Hey guys, so before I go into today's episode of the podcast, I just want to make an announcement. So if you are new to the podcast or if you've been listening to the beginning, thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to this. But I just want to make a special announcement that my first ever book is going to be coming out on the 3rd of December 2021. And The title of the book is The No-Nonsense Approach to Female Fat Loss and this is something that has been brewing for quite a while and it's something that I'm very, very passionate about and inside the book you'll be kind of looking at how to understand your menstrual cycle, how to understand your cravings, when to push your training, when to ease off your training, how to train and eat during your pregnancy and train around it, PCOS, how to understand endometriosis, amenorrhea, which is lack of a cycle. The pill is beneficial. What type of pill is more beneficial? Does it does it impact your sex drive? We talk about perimenopause and menopause, and we talk about thyroid, and there's many other topics that we talk about. So it's fairly in depth. It's going through every single stage uh, that a woman can go through, and it's fairly in depth. A lot of research, a lot of effort's been put into it. So I'm super super excited to announce that the book is available for pre-order through the link in the episode notes and it will be available through the link in my bio on Instagram at Shane Walsh Fitness or if you want to head over to shanewalshfitness.com forward slash pre-order the book and you can get all the details there. It will be available on Amazon from the 3rd of December as well which I'm super super excited for so I hope you guys enjoy the episode, hope you guys enjoy the book. Any questions on the book let me know but I'm super super excited and hope you guys get a copy hey guys and welcome to the next episode of the shane walsh podcast so i'm super super excited for today so you guys have been asking for more client interviews and we will always listen to you guys and what you want so today is one of jane's uh, amazing clients so jane is one of the coaches alongside dallas that works uh for swf and this episode is a little bit different because it's kind of jane has kind of gone through stuff herself I think that's why um, Alyssa was an amazing fit, but it's just like we spoke a little bit off air and stuff on a few things. And it was just kind of st- it was interesting to see from your application form to where you're at now. And it's like, it's almost chalk and cheese. So Alyssa, thank you so much for, for coming on. Hi. <laughs> uh, so Alyssa, I'm going to get you to talk to us about a little bit more about your, your background and where things kind of kicked off for yourself. Yeah, so um, I suppose like way back, maybe when I was 14, 15, I was like very chubby Um, and I had, I just wanted to be slightly fitter for hockey and I also saw um, my uncle pass away and I was like, okay, let's get a little bit fitter. Let's, you know, shed a little bit of weight and whatever. So like over three years I did that and it was really healthy and whatever and it came down to a good size number whatever like it was healthy and I'm obviously not going to say numbers or whatever but um then the leaving started hit and I got major stress and I have this perfectionism in me that was like I have to do well in everything I have to be like proper like on the ball um and I obviously loved exercising I was really big into running and stuff like that so I was doing that I was waking up early to do that um, I was studying from the get-go in fifth year like who does that like no one I didn't <laughs> um, study in sixth year so you're all yeah. <laughs> um, so I was like hyper stressed for no good reason and just trying to like please everyone and do everything um, as best as I could and um, I just got mad like really restrictive and like small and skinny 
and like it wasn't good like it was and I kept like at that sort of routine as such for about two years two and a half years um and I lost my period which is not good um so that was like that for about two and a half years yeah and then I went into college and nothing changed <laughs> I was still like um I was tired all the time cold like I'd come out with my friends on nights out and I'd leave at like half 12 um just because I was freezing or just tired um but then I'd get up the next morning and I'd like either walk into college or um back and go to the gym or whatever um so I'm sure it was like no fun to be around or anything like that but um yeah so at this point I was like I was fairly small like you could see like I it's not that I was like anorexic or anything like that but it was it was close and it was just really restrictive and not fun and uh, then lockdown came along and um, I was home and everything was fine until August 2020 and the second sort of like Kildare lockdown occurred and um, oh you guys went back so yeah when uh, when you guys got the the county ban yeah so I think it was like the fact that it was like hang on a minute now I spent half of my time in Dublin half of my time in Kildare so why now can I not I don't know I felt it's getting punished for leaving Dublin (laughs) it was such like a, a, a petty like thing but I think that and I just don't like August as like a a month which is a really funny thing to say and I was just sick and tired of everything being bad which is like the exact mood that everyone had but then I just turned to like comfort eating stuff like that and I ate and ate and ate and my mom, she makes really good food and um, she bakes for the old people and uh, like friends and family and stuff like that. So she'd be bringing in like chocolate bars and stuff like that to make Rice Krispie cakes. And then she'd be wondering like, where are they gone? And it was because I was just like there doing puzzles or fucking reading and eating at the same time. I was so mindless. And I packed on <laughs> the weight, um, which it actually didn't look that bad or anything like that. And it was good for me to have put on weight, but um, it just messed with me mentally as much as the mental was already there. And so that kind of like binging episodes occurred quite frequently throughout August and then all the way up until about Christmas of just gone. It's not even just gone now, it's September. It's like nine months to say Christmas again. Yeah. you mentioned kind of like the, the the word binge and stuff like that because I know that sometimes can be thrown around a little bit. Mm. Um, so for yourself, like it was binging, it wasn't it? Like what was the it was like I know you went to you went and reached out for help, which was a very very big thing. And I always encourage we always encourage uh, people to kind of reach out for help. And you went to kind of actually went to go and talk to someone. How important was that for you to kind of? One to actually understand what binging was and to help you kind of alleviate the stress of the of the whole aspect of it. Um, I think I like one of my friends suggested she was like, you just seem so down. Like, would you see a third party so that you don't have to like feel weird talking to us? And I was like, Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. So I need to find out what's like what's going on. Like it's not the food, do you know what I mean? Like it's just why am I coping, mechanizing, whatever with the food um so like yeah I, I went and I sought out help and whatever 
and um, it was just a uh, like a comfort or something to do it was completely mindless like and like my type of binge would have been like like three bars of share chocolate like literally in a sitting or something like that and then move on and have dinner or whatever and I'd like feel so crappy and shit in myself the following day or that evening I'd beat myself up try and be good for like three days or whatever and good being just like normal eating and then the same would happen like in a few days or whatever um so like just going to speak to uh the therapist was like it was good because I could just like instead of bottling everything up inside evidently there was a lot to bottle up um I would just say to her on a Tuesday morning, eight o'clock on Zoom, it was pitch black in my room. And uh, it was like, it really mimicked the depressive mood of the, the Zoom call. But um, yeah, no, it was it was really important, actually. And, um, I don't know how many sessions I did with her. Maybe it was only like eight or 10 or something like that. But just to be able to like word vomit everything and for her to be like, okay so that actually has relevance for five years ago and this is completely just based on like past experiences and stuff like that and you're just trying to uh, fill in a hole or something like that yeah, yeah so it, it was really important to talk yeah to and, I, and i and i do think that i a lot of people think there's going to be some sort of stigma to it and i think it actually shows how strong you were in the fact that you went and sought outside help and being able to kind of open up because I think when we get a little bit more vulnerable, that's when actual true change can actually happen. And Dallas always says that like true change can only happen if someone's willing to get uncomfortable because anyone can kind of lose weight, but it's actually making a lasting change and looking at back where your triggers were, your control thing, or potentially if there was trauma or something like that in people's lives, that's where a lot of things can kind of come from. But it was important for us. I remember when the application came in and I had a look over and it's kind of like, well, that this will be more suited to towards Jane out of all three of us. But Jane was like, and I said it as well, it was kind of like, we need to make sure that all is okay with the therapist. And that was one of the big things, the caveats that we kind of said to make sure that it was okay. Because as we're kind of moving away from like only kind of like transformation coaches, and I know Dallas is putting this buzzword on life coach. I hate the fucking word life coach. Um, but we're kind of moving towards my holistic side of things. Um, it was important for us to kind of say, right, as long as this is okay and we understand where the barriers are for us and setting the boundaries in place for us and Jane and you and all that kind of stuff and knew where that was going, that was hugely important. One of the things that Jane tested with you was, and this is gonna, this, this bit is gonna definitely hit home for an awful lot of people, is going from not tracking to tracking to easing yourself off the tracking. And this is where people have this fear. So I'm going to let you talk about how important that approach was. Was there an element of fear and how you guys got over that whole element of fear of removing the tracking? Um, yeah. So firstly, she kind of just like asked me, you know, what, like, what are we eating? What are we not eating? Um, and stuff like that. And I come from uh, being like, very strict vegan because perfectionism and you know let's fix the world and I'm the one to do it um to just being vegetarian or whatever because I was like you know it's actual deprivation um, in some ways 
Um, so that's how we started off. And she was like, okay, like, what's your protein like? Um, would you eat an awful lot of protein? And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Like, you know, falafel and lentils and whatever. Nope. No, very little of that. Like <laughs> very little protein going in. Um, so what we did was we just aimed for uh, a big, like, 20-ish grams or, you know, like a fistful of protein every meal, which brings us to our next issue, the fact that I would have two meals a day and then snacks in between um, just because, you know, it would make sense to me because, like, I'd be, you know, snacking in between the lecture or, uh, you know, running from this place to that place or whatever. So it was, in my mind, I had to have three meals a day and go from there. So that kind of got me more mindfully thinking about my food and stuff like that. And also, she also, like... I don't know, like gave me practices that, you know, like I can have what I want on like any day and it doesn't need to be X and it doesn't need to be Y, but just be mindful of it. And you can just eat because you want to, or you can eat because you're hungry or you can eat because you're out with your friends and like, that's okay. And uh, you don't need to like, I don't know, have two meals uh, and then not have a third one because you're going out with your friends or you're going out drinking or whatever. Like it's it's important to, you know, have the three meals and work from there. So after doing that for a few weeks, I don't even remember how many weeks, um, we then looked to move to tracking just to, I don't know, build like awareness around numbers and stuff. It's like just as a tool, like it's not the be all and end all. And she gave me a range of like a certain amount of calories to hit during the week. And like some weeks I'd be way higher up and other weeks I'd be less hungry and stuff like that. So that kind of was the next stage for us. Um, And that was actually, I don't know why that was, it worked and clicked really well this time round tracking. Um, I think it was just because I was already mindful of, okay, you need to look at your protein. That's great and then get everything else that's fine so now let's track that and see how you're doing okay sweet now let's see the next day if you had lower something or other does that have an effect or um week to week is there different hunger levels or effects or stuff like that and then also I'm like I've loved the gym and running and whatever since like back when so it was like just to see how that affected my performance and stuff like that more than anything, because I became more performance focused as a result of working with Jane. I was like, okay, how about we see how heavy we can lift or like now the new goal is a pull up. So yeah, um, it's been good. It's been fun. And now we're moving out of tracking, which is daunting, but it needs, it's, it's the next step. Do you know what I mean? Like if I'm out in, college or I'm going out in the evening or I'm like away from the house for the day I don't want to be pulling up my fitness pal like but at some stage that needs to die do you know what I mean it's not a pal like I think Dallas said it perfectly on one of the episodes we did on my fitness pal my fitness pal isn't a pal yeah it's it's, so it's, cool. it's 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 for most people it's an enemy it's actually probably one of the most toxic friends you'll ever have if that's the sort of uh yeah, and I, and I think that I think that's the sentiment behind it. Like it, ha- it's it's the right tool in the right hands. But if you are trying to hammer a nail into the wall and you're using a chisel, it's not going to go very well. Um, 
I think you mentioned there about kind of like potentially you were alluding to like the the, the element of control or the element of yeah, I think it's just the element of control and potentially dropping the food rules, saying that I actually can't have this and I'm actually nourishing myself. It's particularly if you come from a HA or hy- hypothetic myenorrhea background, it's kind of like it's important to understand that more regular meals which in the back of people's minds is like that makes no sense because you're i'm trying to lose weight but yet i'm having more regular meals but like it makes complete sense if you think about it from a science point of view of you're actually giving your body fuel rather than having nothing for the whole day and then having 20 bars of chocolate in the evening mm. when you're just going to feel blah afterwards um how important were those regular meals for you from a psychological point of view? And how important was it you knowing that you were giving yourself permission to be able to go out and fr- with friends, especially when things were open and back up? Hey, like, to be honest, like initially I found it hard. Like if you looked at my spreadsheets and stuff like that, you'll just see two meals out of three. Yeah. For like, I don't know before we came on. Three, yeah. Three or four <laughs> the days of each week. And um yeah no there was definitely question marks upon everything but um as things like I don't I don't know how I can't even remember like I just I knew that I had to do it you know like I wanted to become better and to understand myself more and where I was coming from and why I was eating or stuff like that so it was important just to try and push myself to do it almost but in like a, in an understanding manner. Um, yeah, it was, yeah, it was interesting. Oh, this is Jane's baby of the Moon and Food Journal. Yeah. How, yeah, you're like, I hate this, but I love it at the same time. That's generally the consensus that we get from clients. How, how uncomfortable was it on? And was there something that was kind of coming up more and more that you actually realized, hang on, this food actually isn't serving this purpose? Yeah, to be fair, like I was pretty poor doing the whole food and mood journal. Like I would, like I journal normally and it would probably come up in my pages like there. Yeah. But um, oh, like it just the commonality between anything that I would like think of after having x or whatever and i'd just be like why (laughs) and like it that didn't serve any purpose like you were uh annoyed because someone didn't show up to a college zoom meeting or you're upset because um i don't know like something had happened or whatever like that like there was no need for just stuffing to mars bars down do you know what i mean like it was it was it was uncomfortable because I was like pointing myself out and I was like, hon, that's not going to help in any way whatsoever. <laughs> um, which is great now because like if something happens, then like I can just sit with it and be like, okay, that's done. Let's move on. Cause you don't need four ice creams to help that because it's actually so redundant because you're just throwing something so arbitrary at an issue that has nothing to do with it it's not going to help it's literally what's the square pegs in a hole or whatever yeah it's not going to work 
Yeah, it's kind of ask like I I was going to come back. Oh, what's four ice creams going to serve that one won't? Yeah, it, sometimes. Yeah, it's a uh, it's hard. Like like because that used to be like my mindset that I would like keep going until I felt somewhat full, and I mean full yeah. as in the mental self sense of full yeah. or like the feeling better about myself sort of full um and then I'd always get to the, that point and then go over it and then feel so shit and blah and uh, and now it's like oh you want an ice cream because you've had a long bloody day okay have it and head to bed <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's funny because when I remember when I was like looking around for um uh, a coach I was like you know I think I'm gonna hit them up because they appreciate ice cream <laughs> I have to admit one a day is kind of nice <laughs> one a day is awesome I like yeah. I, I think it's a little bit of an obsession on my end but I think it's I think it's uh I think it's great uh an ice cream a day keeps the doctor away that's my new saying um but like it was important for you to have that unconditional permission because it wasn't as if I know so like there are different styles and different there's no wrong style um of coaching and stuff like that if it's what the person wants at that time. Mm-hmm. But if it's not coaching the person, just here's here's a meal plan and this is what you have to eat. How important was the unconditional permission saying to yourself, right, I can have this and taking away the whole thing of, well, I can't have this because of X rule or X thing is gonna happen, which more often than not are cool stories. No, it was like it's been mad, like not magic. It's taken a long time just to be like, yeah, yeah. you can have that, and the world will not fall through <laughs> any little black hole. It's grand, and um, like uh, just going out and like I was on holiday, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> okay, again, ice cream. That's all right. You had two scoops earlier, and you're gonna have a magnum now. That's actually fine because you're on holiday, and that's allowed. And um, like even just going out with friends and stuff like that now is important. Just like the other night we went out for drinks and we were like, "Mm, yeah, let's get a few dishes and share. And I was like, yep, sweet. And like just being like, I'm going to have cheesy chips and uh, I don't know what else we had. And that's fine. Like it's so allowed because it's like social. It's good. It's a important like it's I don't know it's a good time like it like food is just like a medium sometimes for social events and stuff like that and like previously I would have been like nope can't eat before you go out because why would you do that like calories and stuff like that and then now I'm like better eat before I go out just in case there's no food or it's funny it's funny what the mind tells you and you start to believe over time I think I think one of the Jane's clients Anne was on the podcast and that was the first thing she said I was like my head says I can't eat because I'm going out to eat but if I have more food throughout the day I probably won't eat as much one but I also have permission to have more if I want to and it's kind of like well that makes a hell of a lot more sense. Yeah. But the mind kind of plays this trick of because I'm going out, I'm probably going to press the fuck up button and then probably going to go into Sunday. I'm probably not press reset until Monday or Tuesday. And then it's probably Friday when I've actually pressed reset. And people are kind of be nodding their head right now and kind of saying that sounds like something. I've been there. When I had a real job, that was me. 
um when i was going out in the base that was me like start reset on wednesday and then thursday be back in the base we're on because of the what because of because of uh meeting clients and stuff like that um how you and jane worked an awful lot on sleep and stress and you brought jane i think mentioned something about metrics so you brought in some sort of kind of things or tools uh to kind of monitor your sleep and your stress how big a difference have you noticed since you've kind of had those um working for you should i say i am more rested and <laughs> um, i think the stress is a big thing sleep it once i'm asleep and once i go to sleep early enough it's fine because i tend to wake up early so that's where i needed to catch up on the, the nighttime side of stuff and i just make sure i'm getting good sleep do you know what I mean like your phone away and uh try and wind down and stuff like that and um it's definitely I I wake up feeling more rested now especially like it's important for recovery and stuff like that and as I said like I want to be getting stronger and I want to be performing better so therefore it's like it's just become like an important pillar I suppose in like no one's going to make me stay up past half 10 if I don't want to, do you know, that sort of way. Like it's in, it's just in me now to get into bed. Um, and in terms of stress, stopping thinking, understanding that like everything is not going to explode right in front of me if I don't get X done in the next four minutes or if I don't show up or you know, if, if it's really not going to serve me, I'm just like not going to do it anymore. Like, um, like she has little, um, on my check-in sheet, um, uh, what did you do to reduce your stress this week? And everything was going super, super like, you know, oh, I did this or I stopped and I journaled and I did that or I read some more or I ate more because I was hungrier because I'm training harder or whatever. And then last week was, I didn't <laughs> and it's like immediate in me like I was just like stressing more and I get a bit of panic and um but I know I'm fine so it's a matter of just like writing it down or just reminding myself that I'm good enough and that you don't need to stress over the little things and like you know nothing bad will happen <laughs> which is this is what it comes back to every time yeah and I think we all like I'm, uh, we were talking off air. I'm super stressed at the minute, um, but I know it's going to be short term and I know I just need to eat shit for a few weeks and then I'll be fine. But I know that I'm going to have something to look forward to after that, like a holiday or a break or whatever it may be and have that kind of like, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to have to. Um, but it's understanding that even with the stress and you said there about something about at the very end of like what's the worst that's going to happen? Like probably more often than not, the things that we think are going to happen, how often have they actually happened? Like if I don't send this email, is the world going to explode? Is is it going to start pissing rain or is it going to be thunder and lightning? No, the emails can wait, the text can wait, social media can piss off or whatever it may be. Like there's no there's no massive urgency. Um, and one of the things that, have you ever read uh, Mark Manson, uh, so Lord, I'm not giving a fuck. No, not yet. No. So one of the things he says, if it's not a fuck yeah, well then it's a no. So he, in a more polite way, says if it's not a nine out of ten important, well then it's a no. And that's how basically I make the decisions of what's to be done, what's not to be done. 
in a week. If it's not a fuck yeah, it's a no. And it's it's genuinely changed. That's that sentence goes around in my head all the time. If something comes in, it's like if it's not a fuck yeah, it's a no. So if that email just needs to come in, is it doesn't need to be answered now? No. And it's it's a hell of a lot easier. You've mentioned about a training goal. I'm excited for this one. <laughs> yeah, just a one pull up would be lovely <laughs> by Christmas. I think there's like 95 days left. Not that I'm counting. <laughs> <laughs> It's just marked off on the calendar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank God. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I'd love to get my pull-ups. Push-ups were the initial goal. Get the scabs we, going. We might um, be leaving that one for a while. Um, just, I think I'd prefer a pull-up, so we're going down that route instead. Um, yeah, so just getting stronger and fitter. It's more just because... I'm training at the moment just because I, I love it, you know, that sort of way. And I let other things, rest- like just purely restriction of food and getting stressed, get in the way of having fun in the gym and just like enjoying it for like years or like three years or whatever. But um, And I couldn't progress because I wasn't eating enough and I was stressing out. And then like I literally was deadlifting the exact same 30 kg for two years. <laughs> Like, no, nothing there. And now, like, it's just much more and it's much more fun and it's more social. And if I miss the day, the world is fine. I am fine. And we move on. Like, it's not the end of the world, Um, which is really important, I think. How empowering is that for you to have that sentence of, if I miss a day, the world's not going to end? Literally only realized about two weeks ago, I was like, that's such a good outlook to have. Like, I think I walked into the gym last week. I rolled up my bar, put all the plates on. All the plates, Jesus. <laughs> um, I put the plates on. I did one set of hip thrusts, took the plates off, walked back out again. I was like, nope, not happening today. It's not it. It's not it. We'll try again another day. And it was just so relieving. Like almost, I was like, wow, younger Alyssa, 18-year-old Alyssa would not have had that mindset. She would have fainted in there had she thought that I was going to walk out. She would have been like, no, you're going to keep going. You're going to stay for the 40 minutes in the hour and you're going to push through and you'll feel shit afterwards probably because you'll be like, oh, it's such a shit session. So instead, this time I just walk out and came back the next day and everything's fine. I mean, I'm sure the gym owner was like, because he was there, he was like, what the fuck she at? But it's fine. <laughs> I actually think, I I think that's amazing because I think a lot of people are going to re- relate to that um, because I think a lot of people feel that they have to get this the hustle, hustle, hustle mentality of I have, like, I have to get my session done. I have to be able to power through whatever's going on. But the body has a funny way of kind of catching up. Like you charge your phone. So why not charge your body? Mm-hmm. but some people will prioritize what's on their phone than actually themselves because unfortunately they just don't want to deal with the stuff that's going up top um in relation to the holiday mm-hmm. what has it showed you um because i remember seeing the message i can read it out if i if i look through my phone while you're talking now in the next minute i can um i can find the message that jane sent in um it was kind of mad i was away without uh, just with my uncle and um like 
it was just it made me obviously not track or anything like that like it's impossible when you're on holidays you want to have a good time I spent all the time on the beach and and it was insane and you know I just woke up had some breakfast went to the gym if I wanted to um went to the beach ate drank with him just did what we fancied and it's so much easier to come away from anything that I had left in my head because I was with a completely different person who hadn't been with me in months and it was just like almost like I conformed to his sort of habits so he's hungry at seven I was like do food at seven yeah let's go um and like even like trying new foods and uh just going out and do you know what the best part was when we went out I looked at the menu and I was like, I do not want a feckin' salad sometimes. So I'm going to have whatever else that I want. And I'm going to have the paella when I leave. And I'm going to enjoy every minute of it because, you know, it is what it is. And it's delicious. And you move on. But I don't know, like just being out there in general. Um, like I was on the beach and stuff like that. And I just felt like... I don't know, more confident and comfortable and like not like shying away or anything like that. It just, I felt fine. Do you know what I mean? It was just nice not to give a shit and just go with the flow. And I probably shouldn't have said that, but yeah. You can curse away. We've said a lot worse. It's all Dallas has anyway. <laughs> um, so you're, you're all going to curse away. I don't really give a shit. Um, but I think that's, it's sometimes funny when you kind of, you know, when you're on holidays with people, you see how they tick. And you mm. see like, well, they're doing it this time. Because sometimes we just say we can't reach after a certain time because there's super rules that have come up. And you're like, well, it's okay to eat at seven o'clock. Mm. I also don't necessarily want the salad and that's okay. Like there's whole grains and stuff and rice and whatever's in the paella and stuff. But it's kind of like, well, if I want the paella, I want the paella. If I want the pizza, I want the pizza. And I guarantee you felt a hell of a lot better in yourself mentally and physically. And we're actually like, hang on. This is, I remember I saw the message and I was like, yep, this is, it, it's amazing to see because so, too many people, I think with taking things up and back up, are kind of like, well, if the scales goes up when I've come back from holidays, well, then I failed. If I have, if the scales has gone down or it's remained the same, well, then I've, I've passed my test. Your holiday shouldn't be a test. Yeah, no, 100%. And it was, it was, kind of mad for me to be away and not worrying about it or anything like that it had been so long since I I just didn't care as much um in the best way possible um and yeah there was no like compensation for food or anything like that it was just it is what it is and just get back to what you had been doing beforehand yeah yeah yeah, I think that's and I think that's an amazing thing. If you were to look back at eighteen year old Alyssa, what would you say or what would you do to or say to eighteen year old Alyssa? Like you said just before we came on, shaker and I'd say eat that bloody beautiful chocolate cake that your friend made you on your eighteenth birthday that you didn't eat. <laughs> eat that because you're worthy of it you're good enough and you definitely should eat it yeah and stop giving so much of a shit no one else really cares so 
yeah spend your folks you only have a certain amount of folks to spend in a day spend them on something that actually matters exactly <laughs> um and have you noticed kind of a difference in the relationships around you have improved and with friends and stuff like that have improved because of spending your fucks elsewhere um i think so yeah um i'm definitely more relaxed i think they notice that too but then i'm also more open in terms of like if i do feel stressed or if i do feel a bit panicky or whatever i'll just be like okay (laughs) yep i am crying but like it's okay and we're gonna be fine and we'll chat we'll get coffee we'll do whatever and um it's not the end of the world and we're all okay um yeah and it's like it's easier now because i'm just like okay so we're we're gonna meet for lunch is it yay (laughs) or um even like in work and stuff like that like if one of the others had i don't know lunch and they had chips with it or something and they were like do you want some like i would have been like no 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 no, not at all honestly i'm grand i ate like four days ago it's fine um, I'm joking I'm joking um no I, but now I'm like yeah go on show us over so I'm like it's just it, I'll never be a relaxed human but that element of me is way more relaxed so yeah and I think like I think obviously people are wired very differently but it's recognizing that you know how you tick that little bit more now so it's kind of like actually working on looking at those ticks and kind of saying to yourself, hang on, do I really need this? Am I spending my folks where they need to be spent? Or am I actually giving Alyssa what she actually needs right now? And sometimes that's just a good old cry and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, Alyssa, I can't thank you enough for for coming on. And I think you've been so open and honest on with Jane. You've been so open and honest with yourself. You've been so open and honest on this as well. Is there anything else that you want to kind of say or add in to what we've kind of spoken about already no i don't think so i just think um i just think everyone needs to worry less stress less and eat more yeah what's the leaving cert book that you used to have less stress more success <laughs> oh god i swear i probably recite some of that now at this stage I don't know. I have them all, but I didn't use them all uh, or any of them. Um, but no, Alyssa, thank you so much for, for coming on and being so honest. And guys, if you've related to Alyssa's story, which I know because I get DMs on a daily basis with basically what you've been talking about for the whole episode is that your problems aren't only your problems. Someone else in the world had those problems and got through it. You will get through it as well, but know that there's support out there for you if you're struggling with binge eating or you need to go and talk to a therapist or a cancer, you're probably going to become out of it stronger and be a little bit more vulnerable is okay. And sometimes being vulnerable is where the power is um, rather than having the power taken away from you by not be willing to actually get that little bit more uncomfortable because every single one of us has shit going on. I think we look at people up on social media and we think we, they have nothing going on. But from having interviewed so many of them at this stage, every single one of us has sort of shit going on. Um, Alyssa, where can people find out on the Insta, on the, the, the Tinder web, Instagram? Uh, on your Instagram handle if they want to follow you and tag you and stuff like that, if they want to pop you a message. Oh, it's just a, a list of blood. Very simple. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's no dots around like that in it. I don't think so. No, I've got one of those unusual names. <laughs> <laughs> you do. But even though there's three three current Alyssa's in the 
yeah. being coached by us, which is unique. Um, Melissa, thank you so much for, for coming on. No, thank you. It's been fun. <laughs> <laughs>